Welcome to Hey Julie, a podcast about dubstep and also Big Brother. <laughs> Not just any Big Brother, Big Brother All-Stars. I'm Danielle. Big, big, I'm Brett, Big Brother <laughs> Dubstep All-Stars. Next season, you're going to have Skrillex. You're going to have Knife Party. You're going to have all sorts of famous dubstep artists. Dead Mouth. Completing in dubstep challenges. Marshmallow. You know, Marshmallow. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Here's a little inside scoop for all the huge <laughs> DJ fans. A little like inside baseball from the biz. Um, yeah. When I worked at HQ Trivia, I was in charge of like booking and producing the guests, the special guests we had on. And we got pitched Marshmallow and I didn't know who he was. So I was like, oh, no, thanks. And then when I told everyone in HQ, they were like, he's a huge star. I got in trouble for that one. Anyway. I mean, that's what the, that's why HQ failed, because they put one of the nation's premier olds, you, in charge of booking. I was like, why don't we get Stanley Tucci on instead? Someone everyone knows. Oh, yeah. Let's get Cliff Hogg the third on HQ. Um, anyway, guys, wow. We kicked it off last week with the premiere two hour long episode and the fees were on all weekend. We got our noms. We got our veto. We got and we got last night's episode. So much to discuss, much to think about. Where do we even begin? I think we begin with a fresh new introduction package from CBS. There's oh pictures gosh. in a frame. Um, Memphis's picture seems to be of him from 10 years ago. Well, they all have pictures from their first season or from them. In no, Big but there's Brother like World. a main picture and then there's some <laughs> like tertiary pictures. Everyone's yeah. main picture is like from last weekend. And Memphis's picture right. is like from the late Bush era. Memphis is pulling a Tinder and saying, I don't care what I look like now. Here's how I look the it, best. <laughs> not it. I couldn't imagine ever doing this, but let me just put on this hat, this hat for one second. Mm. It's not because Memphis, not me, Memphis <laughs> is trying to trick people. It's because Memphis, not me, has not <laughs> appeared in a photograph for a number of years. I don't have, nobody takes pictures of me anymore. And if I'm at a party where it's like, someone's like, let's take a picture. I'm like, I'm walking the other direction. I don't want to be in pe people's pictures. I don't want to be in people's Instagrams. I, yeah. I was at, I was at like a, there's like this fun LA thi like thing where they show movies in the cemetery at, at night. And like, they have like, you know, a photo booth and they have people going around taking pictures and it's on like the Instagram the next oh, day or whatever. Yeah, whatever. And someone came up to me, he's like, Hey, can I take, I was with a friend. Hey, can we take a picture? And I was like, I really do not want to appear in any <laughs> photographs. And I, when I say I, I mean Memphis. And that's why when you're on Big Brother Brett, your picture is going to be the one I took of you at a pool party 10 years ago. <laughs> and that's so, like, I'll post that on our Twitter if I find it. It's a great pick. Anyway. Anyway, briefly, Danny. Yes. I just want to. What did I say to you about five minutes before we started recording? Um, you said move to your right. <laughs> oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I said, how am I going to fuck up today's recording yes, of the live stream? That. You did I that. did have the live stream audio. I did have the Hey Julie theme song extended version playing the entirety of the first few minutes of <laughs> our conversation here. Could, could they Check hear out us? the podcast. <laughs> I, I, you know what? This is only our fourth live stream or whatever. I'm still getting the hang of it. Uh, Fuck it. Whatever. I apologize. Hey, we it's, have 100 subscribers on YouTube now. Thank you very much. That yeah, was pretty thank fast. You. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And yes, listen, we're we're just brushing off the dust and the rust like some of these all stars in BB. OK, we're not all fresh off a season like Tyler and Nicole A. We've got some kinks to work out here. We haven't talked about BB in a long time. So forgive us as we work through these things. But to get into the episode, which I think we can do. One more thing I'll say about the opening credits. Very sad to not yes. have the like classic dance moves from some people. The classic finger finger bang from like yep. some guy, like the, a little like peace sign from yeah. a girl. The spin and smile. The sassy oh, hands yeah. on hips. Yeah, sassy hands on kiss. hips. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, she's a she's a bit she's a bit of a flirt, isn't she? <laughs> the tip your hat, cowboy. <laughs> oh, the the two thumbs and the jeans. I don't I don't got much. 
I think we say this every year, but what's yours? What is yours? Oh yeah, we do say this every year, but they've mine have changed and developed so much as I've grown as a person. Yeah. I think now, I think now I'm a one hand on hip, one hand in pocket. <laughs> I'm just the shrug emoji. You're like the Cameron. <laughs> Mine is the shrug emoji just literally turns Isn't around. Isn't that what like, Cameron oh. did? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Who, I me? Don't know. Cameron <laughs> probably shot that after he was evicted from the damn house. Oh, boy. I'm in a giggly mood already, guys. So <laughs> strap in. But so, oh, gosh. So great. We've, <laughs> we've made it to the opening credits. These brand new fresh opening COVID-19 opening credits. Cody's HOH. Who's he going to nominate? What are we thinking here? Already, let me tell you, Janelle and Kazar know that they're going up. You know what? Like, I was a bit critical of them, their gameplay, being like, man, these guys are playing way too hard. Uh, but, you know, like, they they kind of seem to understand what's happening in the house the most. Like, maybe they have a very aggressive borderline aggressive view of what's going on. I, I think in general, some of the alliances and stuff are a little bit more nebulous than Kazar. Uh, Kazar thinks everyone's like already locked into final whatever deals right. and they're all gunning against him. Like, I, I don't think it's quite there. No, just but yeah, I mean, they had a lot of really good instincts for this episode. Like they're both safe. The, the biggest fault that the biggest fault that you could give to them is that they both kind of rushed into this fan uh, fantasy suite. I'm getting my getting my things. But uh, <laughs> they both rushed into the safety suite thing where probably only one of them should have played and saved the other. And then the other one could have saved it for next week because if Kaser yeah. and Janelle don't win HOH on Thursday night. They might still I, be up on that block. I mean, here's the thing. In their defense, yeah. I didn't quite understand as it was explained either. So, you know what? In that situation, you're just going to cover your bases and just both. Okay, they both played. Here's what I want to say about the safety suite. It's gorgeous, first of all. Looks it's like clearly not in the same studio as the <laughs> BB house. It's it's so nice. I'm like, why couldn't they have just like built an entirely new house? That was this. It's so nice. And it's very clearly a space where they're going to the people getting evicted are going to live <laughs> after <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh you're yeah, evicted? absolutely. You're or at actually yeah. going to do a full, a full U-turn. You're going to go outside, meet Julie. Julie's going to say, well, it wouldn't be all stars without a new twist. And then sorry, oh. Keisha, you're not leaving this house. You're going upstairs into the safety suite and you're going to stay there until there's either a battle back or whatever. Yeah. So I saw on Twitter some Internet sleuths were like they were going through the safety suite and they're like, oh, there's a table with four chairs. That means after four people are evicted, there's going to be a battle back thing or whatever. Duh. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, where else are you people going to go? Yeah, right? you can't let those people back out into the world, get them all infected, ta talking to PAs and signing releases and getting their grubby mitts on their grubby phone and possibly coming into contact with the virus and then having them battle back. No, just keep them on the lot. If I am evicted pre-jury, I am going to say please don't send me back into the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's let like when me stay in it's like when they found out Trump was president on BVOTT. I don't want to go out there. Let me stay in here. Anyways. Anyways, so KSR, this was actually a very fun comp and seemed very hard to me. I was surprised that it didn't, it, that it took them such a short amount of time. But it was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star dubstep version. And Kazar smashed it. He won. Clearly, he saves Janelle. So any hope that they had of like laying low and pretending they were under the radar out the window. But they let's be real. They were going to be Cody's nominees. So really, all in all, wasn't a bad decision. To play in the comp? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it made the most sense. Like they were able to see the writing on the wall better than anyone else. I mean, it sucks to 
to to lose out on a power so early in a game. I mean, they're taking they're taking advantage of it at a good time. No one else is competing for it. Like the week three version of it, everyone's going to play for it. I mean, even if let's just say Memphis is the HOH and he's got an all bros alliance or whatever, yeah. like even his, his alliance members will compete in it so as to prevent people that are his targets from winning the competition like the week three version of this competition is going to suck you're going to have the least chance of winning it because like 12 people are going to are going to plan it we'll see how many people playing it next week depends who wins the uh who wins the hoh so i was disappointed it that sucks to kind of lose out on the power i'm sorry no first of all i don't think it sucks at all because they needed it so i think it was good and smart of them secondly yeah I was actually very disappointed that they were the only two playing. And this brings me into a bigger complaint. So everyone get ready. I'm about okay. to pull a Nicole Franzel and start whining. And I know it's too hashtag too soon because we were praying for this season. We were so excited for it. But so far, it has been Trey boring. No one's doing anything. This is all stars. No one's even saying like, like, I think we should get Keisha out. She doesn't seem like she wants to be here. So let's just get her out. No one's even saying that. Everyone's just saying, I don't know. She's nice. No one's talking game to me. I don't know. I like everyone. Like, it's so tame. It's like, I need some guns blazing. In this instance, I hate to say it, but I really wish Josh was on the show. Because then at least we'd have like a crazy person stirring things up. Exactly. Josh, <laughs> I, I, I want to claim this as being I want to claim this as being right, as okay. me being right. OK, Josh was the first boot from BB20. It's just that he happened to get booted <laughs> in the in the Motel 6 across the street from the Studio City, <laughs> the CBS Radford lot because he got a positive COVID test. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, th so that's been a frustrating thing about this season so far. I mean, I think people are very excited about it, obviously. But the, shall we say, the gameplay has not been aggressive. It has not been lit. Everyone's it's been a very trying cautious to be... season. Yeah. It's been, people have been, uh, it's been the opposite of Survivor, where is at war, where everyone's like, we got to get the fucking, all the people out <laughs> as, as quickly as possible. And this year, it's been very much like, I don't even want to, Alliance? What? What is that term? I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not even aware of what the, what an alliance is. I, I like, I've never heard of Big Brother. Dumb. I don't know. What, I'm. Yeah, everyone is like wants to. Everyone wants to play dead these first few weeks because they know that's a really effective strategy in the game. So like, no, no one wants to make the first move. People, I mean, even people like Tyler, are, are like being a bit hesitant to join alliances and everyone wants to be in alliance with Tyler and he doesn't want to make a commitment to anyone. Yeah. He's, Maybe these are the thing. Yeah. He's making final twos. Like, well, he's, he's not saying the word final two, but he's like, we could work together with a lot of different people one-on-one, -on -one, but it's still not, I think, yeah, as you said, I think even he is realizing like, let's just lay back, see where the chips fall, see what happens. And they're all just still being really polite to each other. Like I was watching feeds. I've been watching feeds constantly since like Saturday, right? And I keep waiting yeah. for those little bits where I'm like, okay, this is going to drive this person crazy. Like sooner or later, someone's going to fight over how to, the proper way to fill the dishwasher or something. Because that's where these things oh, yeah. usually start. It's like, oh, he's hogging the kitchen again. Or he put his milk in the fridge and says, I can put my milk in the fridge or whatever. And so far, there's only been like one or two things like that. They're all just sort of being very meh. I wonder if maybe part of it is that people don't don't make a lot of these moves in the first few days. And we're we're so accustomed to seeing everything from the first week edited into two and a half hours and then it's not till week two that people start to really kind of get annoyed of, with each other and like really start to have sort of opinions of each other that can't really change. And maybe it's for the best. We love having feeds now. I don't know if I agree with this. I'm just pontificating here. Maybe 
the first week of BB is kind of always a little bit like this until people get their footing and, and hey, we got the feeds this year so early, great, but maybe it takes a week for those things to develop. And that's one of the reasons why the feeds don't start till weeks, till day seven or eight or whatever. And, you know, I'm just going to say it. Maybe Grodd knows best. Maybe Allison Grodner knows what she's doing. You, you know, maybe. The only thing I would say is the opposite. Grodd friended me. <laughs> The only thing I'll say to the opposite of that, the counter of that, and I think why we're all so excited and thinking like, oh, feeds are going to be lit immediately, is these aren't strangers. These are all people with so much history, whether they were on each other's season or not, like outside of the house, they have history. So you'd think they'd all be bringing like a little bit of baggage and some of them do, but it hasn't been to the to the uh, benefit of the game so far. It's been to the detriment of people just playing. Like I, wa- I was watching the feeds at one point and... Janelle was invited to Nicole and Victor's wedding. So it's like, oh, they're all kind of like friendly with each other. Flame. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, when you live in Michigan and you got to live in Minnesota, like you all, you all hang out and have to do that Midwest thing. Can we talk about Nicole Franzel for a hot yes, minute? Yes, please. Someone, I wanted to be the first person to say this, but of course I was beaten by the internet. So someone screen capped this. What? Um, the Franzel Franzel's graphic, lower third graphic said um, about oh, yes. her occupation. Yes, yes. BB 16, it said nursing student. <laughs> BB 18, it said nurse <laughs> or like ER nurse or traveling nurse or whatever. Yeah. And BB 22, it says Nicole. And then the little sub head says social media influencer. Yes. Thoughts. I mean, if that isn't an absolute flaming indictment of the healthcare system and value system of America, then I don't know what is. Whoa. I mean, I don't oh. think I mean, whenever I watch <laughs> the feeds and Franzel, and I'm not a Franzel hater. I know a lot of people are. I think she's cute and fine. She's a little annoying. But um, I'm like, could you? Honestly, I couldn't imagine having her as a nurse. <laughs> she's always like, what's ibuprofen? Like, she doesn't know. She's not really the most yeah. comforting uh, with her knowledge of uh, medicinal uh, ailments. But I think it's very sad. If I sad. walked into a... I think it's very sad that she... Hashtag sad. If I... <laughs> yeah. She went through all the trouble to get her nursing degree or whatever... I know nothing about this, obviously, and then became a nurse and then obviously was like, I'm going to make so much more money and have to not watch people in pain by do- being on Big Brother and um, shilling fit tea or whatever it is. I think that's a little sad. Anyway, go on. If I got shot, I live in America, man. There's guns yeah. everywhere. If I got shot and then went into a went into a, a hospital emergency room and Nicole was the nurse. She'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> there's a boss blood. Oh, what's, go- what's going on? I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, I would not want to have someone with that sort of constitution as my as, as my nurse. nurse. Like, just freaked every out about the nurse, blood, like yeah. confused, very sad and upset. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but every nurse I've ever had has been like so so calm, reassuring, rock. and at least very like, just so like, here's what we're doing. I'm, I'm giving you the needle now. Here's what it is. You're going to feel a little pinch. There it is. Okay. We're done. Like just talk to you. Like it's so down to earth. And like, Nicole, I just feel is so whiny <laughs> that I can't like, oh no, I hate giving the needles, but you need to Can have you your vaccination. It? Can you give yourself the IV? <laughs> so... I guess good for her. Listen, good for her. I'm not trying to hate on influencers. I think it's very passe to hate on influencers. But we we lost a nurse. We lost a nurse with that one. Um, so anyway, Cody as an HOH, I want to get your thoughts on this. Because I think he's been a flop. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's more of a... Uh, I think it's more of a, a consequence or I think it's more of a symptom of this season that nothing much is going on with. I mean, it was partially his strategy. I mean, but he partially kind of assumed it would be a regular season of Big Brother and he thought that people would be coming to him more. 
and they're not. And it's partially just a symptom of this entire first week being a little bit boring, a little bit paint by numbers. No one's playing. Um, No one was going up to talk to him or very few were. Kevin and Keisha didn't. Well, I guess Kevin did in like the little storage room for a minute, but that was it. Yeah, I mean, there's been a, a few conversations. There's been like a, there's been some awkward storage room conversations. Yeah. This year, I mean, the storage room is, I mean, not a great place to have that curse convo. I mean, because if if you're there with someone who you don't like want to hang out with, it's like it's sort of a weird thing. You're like, I'm trying to get out of here, and they're like, <laughs> you have to please stand. hug me, <laughs> <Yeah>. validate me. <laughs> you have to stand, and at least in every other room, there's seating arrangements. You, you definitely want to be have that storage room conversation with someone you're really comfortable with. And if you're having a storage room conversation with someone you're like, eh, you're a little bit iffy with it, like the storage room magnifies the vibe. Yeah. If you're like close with someone, cool. If you're like romantic and flirty with someone, ooh, we're in here and nobody knows we're making out mm, next to the Frosted yeah. Flakes. Yeah. And if it's someone you're like thinking about nominating or whatever, or you're like, oh, yeah, cool. Oh, I'm just getting these bananas. <laughs> Oh, oh, we're still t- we're still talking. Uh, okay. Yeah, um, it's oh yeah, it's not we're a still good going. room. Huh. It's a good room for question? celebrations after you've won, oh, just like how you yes, felt as yes. as Cody as an HOH. Um, I also, <laughs> I also, I don't know. It remains to be seen. I mean, it's easy to say like let's wait and see how this play- how this plays out. I I can't imagine him totally being a target, but like. He could. I mean, if if certain if Janelle or Kaser win, hopefully it's pretty rough to have. If Janelle or Kaser win HOH, it's going to be rough to have not only the for Cody. So he nominates Keisha and and Kevin. Usually in that first HOH week, you're like, all right, well, I'm hoping this is sort of a group house decision and. One of the two people who I target will be gone and the other will like not come at me. And even if they they want to come at me, understandably so, there'll be a huge mix in that first in that second HOH competition. Very unlikely that they'll win. It sucks for the HOH in this situation where not only does he have whoever is staying out of Keisha and Kevin, but he'll also have Janelle. And Kaser, who he didn't even nominate, who didn't even, he didn't even go through the trouble of nominating, wanting to come out for him. So, like, you have already potentially three people coming after him. I think that's a little bit of design of the safety suite thing, which could be, make things a little bit more interesting. A right. little bit of just, like, kind of being weird with Kaser and Janelle in those, like, one-on-one sessions where he's like, they're like, you're going to come after me? And he's like... You know, you know, I don't, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, see how the game comes to yeah. me and like just didn't, didn't even really make an attempt no. to Ugh. bond with them. And I know we're sort of all over the place with this episode because like we already talked, we told you Keisha and Kevin get nominated. Um, I just want to give an award to Devon. <laughs> like, listen, some of them, some of these all-stars are brought back because they won. Some of them are brought back because they made it really far. Some of our, some of them are brought back because like they really could have won and have something to prove. Davon was brought back for one reason and one reason only. She is the star of TV. Even in the She's first the episode. Yeah. In the first episode, Nicole goes up to her and is like, I just want to say thank you for giving me your vote. It caused me to win. And I want you to know I'm going to like take care of you and your family. And Davon's like, mm, okay, hug. They hug. Nicole Franzel walks her ass out and Davon looks at the camera and is like, please. And then testimonial girl, find a bed and go to sleep. (laughs) No one does it like Davon. Is it's weird because Nicole was very emotional when she was describing that. And it makes me think that she means what she's saying there. And I, at first I was like, well, she can't actually mean that because that's kind of very weird thing to say like if here's the thing however many people vote say five people i don't remember what the vote was for nicole to win bb18 but like what if the producers arranged it so so davon voted in the middle and wasn't the last name like yes davon was one of the five people she wasn't the deciding vote because if she read fucking who else is? I don't remember who was in BB eighteen. Yeah, um, was Victor? was Whistle Nut in BB eighteen? <laughs> no, no, Victor. 
Yeah, yeah. Victor. Yeah, if she, if Victor. If Victor was in there, if Victor happened to have been the last one, then she would have been like, oh, Victor was the deciding vote. Right. None of those people was the deciding vote, and all of them were. It was just weird to sort of attribute Davon as like the one person who right. gave her the 500. No, kind of all five of the people did. It was just the order in which the producers staggered. Well, the Devon's of the, the only one who's there with her on All Stars, so maybe she just thought I, and maybe she's the only one she hasn't sure. said thank you to. Um, it was weird. I mean, other than that, I will give Franzel props. At least she made the move with Cody to actually go up, talk to him, and maybe they pre-gamed, maybe they had it planned already. They were on a season together, but at least she was like, "Hey, listen, here's what I want." At least she had a plan. She was like, "Let's work together. You make a boys' alliance. I'll make a girls' alliance. We'll feed yeah. each other information." Whether you hate that plan or not, at least she has a plan. And listen, I just want to say, eight weeks down the line, if it looks like Franzel's going to win, I don't want to hear anyone saying like, oh, she doesn't do anything. She sucks. No, at least night one, she was planting seeds and trying to make a plan. Unlike the rest of these losers. She's so interesting. It's really hard to get a beat on like her game. And it's weird because she's like, won the damn thing and <laughs> only 21 people have won the damn thing and she's not you watch her and you're like she's not a very effective player she's she's confused she's she's crying but it's not even like in a manipulative sort of way like the way Vanessa would like kind of go off and and cry and kind of guilt people into doing stuff but that doesn't seem like it's Nicole's sort of thing it's like when she's sad she's like actually like emotionally feeling something and it, she doesn't come yeah. across as trying and maybe I don't know who knows maybe she is using it as a strategy and I'm just a mark who knows maybe. but maybe. It, it's kind of hard to get a and it's hard to to think about like I've just was thinking about this the last few weeks especially with all the Nicole shit going online that she's <laughs> the puppet master yeah that she is the new CEO of CBS yeah, after Les Moonves steps down like this is a this is a very unassuming girl from the Midwest who yeah. is like now on a now on the third season of a reality show, which she won already. <laughs> she just doesn't strike me as someone who's like kind of a, a fame, you know what? Like, yeah, because she doesn't even but, stay in but L.A. Now, I she guess goes she is. Back, She's just, she goes back to Michigan. She does. Her, she rides her tractor around. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but she it, she doesn't seem like really sort of like outgoing in type A in the way that some people are like, in the way that Christmas is like telling everybody, yeah. hey, when we get out of the house, you know, I got an app, right? It's only four ninety nine, and I have an app and I broke my foot and I'm all about my son. And it's like, she just doesn't stop fucking talking about herself. And it's weird that Christmas and Nicole are like on the same show and kind of doing the same thing. Nicole's just like really unassuming and seems like she kind of is down to earth and doesn't care about that stuff. But right. her new title is social media influencer. She's selling toothpaste on Instagram. Yeah, well, that's probably what makes her a really effective social media. It's like two different audiences, right? They're appealing to two different groups of people who like different things than their influencers. But like with that being said, we really need to get to like feeds and Spoilerville oh. because that's pretty much the episode, Hold right? On. Wait, OK, go ahead. You know what? what? Yeah, nothing really happened in this episode. It's kind of been boring. Yeah, the episode like we we covered the most important things. Safety suite, Janelle Can and Kazar. Can I can I take a trip to before we get to spoilers? Because I know the audience is very interested in what I'm about to say. Can we take it to a trip to Brett's commercial review <laughs> island? Yes, please do. I have some commercials to talk about that okay. were on the, the the broadcast. I don't know if you watched with commercials or not. I so. watched on CBS All Access after the fact. So I got all the same. Like I didn't get the commercials you got. Oh, okay. So I watched it on I watched it on uh, YouTube TV, which is like the LA CBS station. So I want to check in. How are you feeling about Ariel Vandenberg? <laughs> Wait. So is she back? I know you love Ariel Vandenberg. Is she back? And I, so I, she. Well, she's back. <laughs> I host I of Love it. Island US. Yeah, of course. I respect it. I knew that show was back, I but thought, I didn't see her in any ads for it, so I didn't know. Oh, well, we got some Ariel Vandenberg, and I just, I thought you being number, America's number one Ariel Vandenberg fan Vanden had things to say yeah. about Ariel Vandenberg, host of whatever, being back. Okay. Well, I'm happy for And her. this one really applies to you. 
there was a commercial for something called the Mapleworth Murders. Oh, yeah. And I thought, this was very charming. I thought this was funny. Is this on Netflix? Is this on Hulu? Is What is this on? And my, oh, my. <laughs> Was I in for a rotten surprise <laughs> as this series, movie, whatever this is, I don't know how to describe what this is now. I can describe it in on one word. Quibi. <laughs> yeah, it's a Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> it is a 10 minute, perhaps 10 episode long chunk for show. It's Paula, uh, I forget her last name. Pell. Paula Pell from SNL. She's, she's very funny, very charming. She started it, she wrote it. And yeah, I bet it is going to be good. But you know what? I don't have Quibi anymore. I've lost all my interest in Quibi, period. It's like I've closed that chapter of my life. Uh, well, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because it just it it kind of rolled up all the things that I associate with you all into I can one say package. Is I think it's very smart for CBS to be um, promote. I mean, for Quibi to be promoting on CBS. I think CBS is a good audience for them. They should be leaning into that instead of chasing Gen Z. It's just a shame. I watched this and I was like, oh, this seems like it's funny. It's a kind of like a funny parody of like a murder she wrote style Don't show worry. or whatever with a funny, Don't a worry. funny person. Years, I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, but in two years, they get to sell it to Netflix. So don't worry. That's how those oh, deals sweet. work. Cool. Yeah, so you'll see it then. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's, okay. Oh, it's getting late here. Danielle's going to fall asleep. Let's <laughs> go to Spoilers Island. Get out of here if you don't want to know. All right. So, okay, they're gone. <laughs> so... So there hasn't been that much excitement on the feeds either, unfortunately. I wish, like... We could be like, oh, my God, this explosive thing happened. It's actually been explosively no. boring. And can I just say I'm very disappointed in Kevin and Keisha. So they get nominated. They don't talk to Cody after, really. I mean, well, Keisha does. Kevin tried before. We probably should have talked about this pre-spoilers. But Kevin does and he cries. But like Cody had kind of made up his mind already. And it was just very awkward. But just another awkward. But just. <laughs> storage room combo so they're kind of upset and at one point Keisha did say like well it's game on and I'm like yes oh my gosh she's gonna come out guns blazing they lose the veto Enzo wins the veto and now this morning they did the veto ceremony uh, he didn't use it because neither of them talked why to him he? what yeah I mean why would he like there's no reason for him to do it but yeah you're right I mean there wasn't even any campaigning to do there so there's no campaigning I know Keisha's a fave, and you tweeted this earlier today. Like, I know Keisha's a fave, but like, she's done fucking nothing. She's just sitting around she's doing nothing, out. and like, she's walk. Out. She's she's walking out of rooms. She's like walks into rooms and is like, I don't even want to deal with you people, I, and just goes somewhere else. Like, yeah, it's and it's especially with a uh, an hoh like Cody, who you know he's been around for a bit, but he's not like a big big brother guy right like yeah he, there's no way for Keisha to know this but he didn't know who the fuck Keisha was right well like he didn't really know who Kevin he didn't he knew who Janelle and Kaser are because they're like iconic Mount Rushmore <laughs> players but and even though Keisha is iconic in her own respect like she's kind of part of that middle era that people kind of forget like people kind of yeah, like if you're us, not Dan like people kind of forget yeah. They remember the or like Will through BBL, like seasons two through season seven. I think things for a lot of people get kind of fuzzy eight through, you know, 15, 16, sure. whatever. And like he didn't know who these people are. And you got to recognize that you come in here. You have this young guy who like might not be a BB expert coming in here and doesn't really know who you are doesn't know whether to be afraid of you, doesn't know whether to be friends with you, and you kind of just ignore him and stuff. And same thing goes for Kevin. Like he <laughs> like Cody is connected enough. Obviously, you got a few you got Nicole in there who played in BB16. You know, it I don't know. It, it's kind of been disappointing. A lot of the gameplay has been disappointing this week yeah. from everybody. I mean, I was shocked at the end of the episode, Keisha was like genuinely like, "Oh my gosh, I can't go home first on All-Stars." I was like, do you really feel that way? Because every action I've seen of yours in the house suggests you truly don't care. And hey, maybe she just thought, what a great way to make a nice little check during coronavirus 
Because I think they all made a certain amount of money, regardless how far they got. And so maybe yeah, it seems that, like kind of standard for these return for yeah. the returnees, and, right? And maybe that's her thought process, and she's not willing to like really put herself out there and play that hard. But I'm sort of like, okay, that's fine. But then let's just vote. Let's vote her out. Get her out. I don't need her to stay. She doesn't need to stay, and I don't need her to stay. I wish her well. But like, let's get a move on and get people who actually care on the block, so I can see some actual gameplay. And some passion. I'm not like tuning in to watch someone just go through the paces or not even go through the paces, like just sort of sit back and chill. That's not why I watch Big Brother, baby. Especially not all stars. I know we dunk on Tyler all the time for being like a piece of Wonder Bread that people are (laughs) obsessed with. But like if these people aren't going to play. I'd fucking rather see Tyler. Yes, totally. I mean, like, I'll, I'm, I'm not crazy about the guy, but I'll root for him if he's like going in there and playing an interesting game. And a lot of these people aren't. It's been kind of boring. Yeah. And if you're not going to play a game, at least be like amusing. Go, you know, go start gossiping, start a fight. I mean, just yeah. be fun. Be fun. She's not even Keisha's not fun. And Kevin, frankly, hasn't been very fun either. He's like too up in his head about feeling like an outcast and it's really sad. And I, I don't, you know, he seems so lovely. So it's not fun to watch, but I'm not, I'm like, where was, where was the Anita Vito from, from your, yeah. your, your casting tape? We'll Where's see, we'll fun, see on Wednesday Kevin? night if Anita Vito makes an appearance or whatever, because talk about someone who needs a veto, right? <laughs> yeah. Why, why didn't he didn't, break that character out? I just don't like isn't the rule once you're nominated and okay, maybe you tried really hard to get the veto used, it doesn't get used. Shouldn't you try to be like the most fun and likable and get out there and talk to people so that if you're not there, they're like, oh, we'll miss you. So let's make sure to keep you around, especially this early when it's like, who cares? Like, who cares about other things? This guy's fun, you know? And even on the campaigning side, like, you know, where it's Monday, you know, the vetoes, the the nominations are locked in for the week. It doesn't, uh, granted, it's still a bit early, but it doesn't even feel like either of these people are campaigning to stay no, very much. they haven't. There are lots of conversations going on without these two people, whether it's Nicole and Ian or whoever, combinations of people who are going to be deciding these people's fate come Thursday night. And everyone's like, so what are you going to do? And everyone's like, I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> like Someone has to just... Gonna, do or say something just blow it up like it feels it feels like i don't even know it's it still kind of feels 50 50 at this point who's gonna stay or go you know because it really doesn't matter neither of them are doing anything it really doesn't matter and i think that's the saddest part about this eviction it's like not only are you first to go on all stars but it didn't really matter no one was scared of you no one particularly liked you no one was threatened by you they just needed to have someone be first that's offensive. That's pathetic. Hey, I mean, at least in the future, things can only get more exciting from here. I yes. can't imagine them getting like at least next week, you know, maybe people take a shot at Kaser and Janelle again. Maybe one of them is the HOH. Maybe someone who's like semi-aligned. Please with, God. Maybe Nicole. You and I were texting. We'd be like, oh, my God, can we what we'd give for a Davon HOH right yes. now? Like, I don't know what she would do. She'd be she'd be amazing. Her first ever HOH, please. That would first be ever so competition exciting. win. Yeah, <laughs> like, give it to her. Please make the next HOH competition like Shakespeare, Shakespeare monologues. <laughs> <laughs> um, Davon's child's middle name. <laughs> That's the competition. Um, so should we get to questions? We have a lot this week. I was going to say the same thing. We have let's a lot of questions, so let's get into them. Yeah. From at AndaPanda7701, will Tyler get as far as last time by playing the same game, making F2s of everyone? And she puts in parentheses. Hopefully not. Um, he's going to get far. I think his profile has been raised quite a bit, and I noticed he was also he's he's falling into some old habits, which if people are paying attention, and I think when he's around someone like a Danny, Danny's in a she's smart. Like he's playing dumb, she'll call it out. She'll know that you're doing that. So hopefully he yeah. lets up on that strategy. But I think he'll I think he'll make it far. I'm gonna say right now, I don't think he's gonna win. Oh <laughs> I um 
I, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think he'll make it far. I, I, I think generally people really like him. And at a certain point that like really just that just does a lot. It just raises the floor of your game so much it, mm-hmm. where it's like it's just not it's just not likely that people are going to even people who he's not aligned with like him and we're like, well, I could see myself working with him. It's like it's very aspirational to want to play with him, to want to like he's very like an alliance with him. Yeah. And it's just it's clear that in in the context of the game or in the context of like literally being in the same room as him, people just like being around him and they trust him. And there's something to be said for that. And, you know, something I, I don't know. I, something I've noticed watching the feeds and I'm sure I knew this the first time she was on, but like Christmas talks constantly and she's an okay listener, but the only One reason subject, the though. only reason she's listening is so that she can be like, oh, here's my take on that. Here's how that relates to me. That's it. Tyler is an uh, and Janelle are both really good listeners in different ways. Tyler makes it about them and makes it so that he can make them feel comfortable so that then they'll give him down the line. They'll give him more information because it's just like, oh, my gosh, Tyler listens yeah. to me. He values me. He makes me feel smart and seen. Janelle listens really well, but she's also kind of like it comes across a little cold because she just won't answer yeah. questions. Someone will be like, so, Janelle, what are you thinking? And she'll just be like doing her makeup and she just won't answer. <laughs> and so then they'll keep talking because it's awkward. They'll fill the air. Um, it's it's very interesting. I feel, I've never actually watched Janelle on live feeds and she's great. I mean, it's. But it's That's why she's the best realtor in Minnesota, yeah, right? Like she, she, the couple's looking at the house and they're like, oh, we really love this room and we, this could be a nursery <laughs> and we like the pool. But we really don't like these uh, the chandelier here. And then she just says nothing and mm-hmm. just stares at them. <laughs> and they're like, well, we I guess we could work. still buy the house. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, so she it's knows. Just, she's selling. Always be selling. She is selling. So, it, yeah, it's cool <laughs> to watch. Um from Mini Cthulhu, do you feel this eviction, this first eviction, is wasted on two players who aren't a real threat when there's literally people who won the game in this house? Why are they not targeting yes. them first based on the knowledge that Ian and Nicole F are winners? Great question. Um, in the better version of this episode and start of All Stars, yeah, Nicole and Ian would be on the block. Absolutely. Someone would be like, you know what? It's fucking All Stars. I don't want these two to win again. Their asses are on the block. Instead of Cody being a little wimp and being like, I don't want to cause waves. I want to play under the radar. You know, it's first week. Guys. And accidentally causing <laughs> a bunch of waves with people who you can't even damn nominate. Yeah. So it sucked. It was dumb. Um, it's funny that in his I don't want to cause waves HOH, he caused waves by not nominating two people. And the two people he did nominate didn't create any waves. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know who's doing well right now? Ian. He's teaching people how to play backgammon and shutting the damn hell up. Yeah, he's doing great. No um, one knows he's there. No, and Talk about better, someone who could win. But in a better way than the, like, no one knows David's there either. And I really think he's, like, wearing an invisibility cloak. I saw a gif of him, like, literally eating shit in the background of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. And no one even turns to look to see if he's okay. It was very weird. Um it's weird. It's weird. I said this before when, when during our like cast preview episode, when it was like heavily rumored he was going to be there. I was I was like, man, I really hope he's DGAF mm-hmm. David from after <laughs> like he comes back into camp comeback or whatever. Not and not. And, and, you know, and it's like weird. He's just he's asking people like basic questions about Big Brother and who that's, people are. That's he just, his game. He's. He seems really unconfident. Yeah. Is that like by by is that by design for him or is that confidence thing is, but I think him playing dumb, I think is his game. I think he's going and being like, no one knows who I am. I was the first boot. I'm going to play that up and be like, oh, yeah, I don't know anything. What's a POV? Because I felt the same way. I was like, there's how is this possible? But apparently it's all game. So Mm. from at Sugar Bear Craw. Which tight duo will deteriorate first? It's a great question. Um, n- it will never hmm. be Janelle and Kazar, and it won't be Cody and Franzel. <sighs> Who are other good duos? I mean, Bailey and um, Day are a duo, I think. 
I think. I don't know. There I mean, usually duos, duos get dissolved by, I mean, and the thing is like when you have a duo, it's like, it's not like you're married to the person. Like you just got to yeah. hang out in this house with them for three months. Even if you don't like them, it probably makes more sense to like hang with them. Like it feels like most duos are dissolved by the mechanics of the game, i.e. people getting voted out, like rather yeah. than like here's, betrayals or anything. Here's my answer. I think it'll be one of Tyler's duos and then anyone Christmas considers her duo. Well, that's the other thing. Tyler and Christmas have like linked up now. He's she's like going to be his Casey. Yeah. You know what? You know, you know how I think it will be. How? It'll be someone with Danny Donato. Danny? She, I think she's. <laughs> Thank I God think for she's her. like she's like really out for herself, but like I don't know who she's with, but I could see her sort of like doing what's best for her. Yeah. I, all I can say is thank God for her on the feeds because I know she's going to bring some heat this season. I can see it. I oh. I just know that that Donato fire is going to come out. She, she's going to be a lightning rod for something yes. because she's just going around talking to everybody, just saying saying everything about everybody. And it's probably like why ass, I loved but. her in the first place. Yeah, it probably will. But you know what? Thank God. At least someone will. Um, from Lemmer Nick, do you think the previous winners will become the easy targets that tend to be the first couple weeks of Big Brother play? No, I don't. And it's really no. stupid and annoying. <laughs> from at Senor Coffee, do you agree with Cody putting Kevin on the block after their heart to heart? I do. I disagree with him putting on the block because I disagree with the lame gameplay, not because of the heart to heart. And I that was the awkward thing about the heart to heart is like Cody had pretty much made up his mind by that point, like and he wasn't going to change it because of yeah that because that kind of sets a bad precedent because then Kevin can be like, hey, look, Cody will change his not change his mind if you cry to him, you know? Yeah, I mean, of course, this is a game. Uh, put the tears away unless it's after a fight. Then I want to see. Um from at Patrick M. Dunn, if Kazar and Janelle are targeted next week and one of them does go home, will we spiral into a pit of boringness? Where else is the drama? It's a great question and one that frankly really worries me. Um, hopefully they're, they'll fly because they've been just laying in bed now. <laughs> now that they're safe, they are they are pulling big time this like senior cards like. I, I don't need to do I, I'm I've been on four seasons. I'm not getting out of bed, you know, so I, hopefully I love them as much as everyone else. But I think this is like the wrong move. I think they need to, like, use this time to amass power because I I, I see that they are going to be very easy targets for the next little while unless they amass a little army of Nicole Anthony and Ian right. and, and stuff like that. And maybe that's happening in, yeah. in some respect, like everything's very fluid uh, alliance wise. Um, you know, yeah. Memphis is out there trying to make an alliance happen, kind of like an old alliance happen or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. I think, I think the season will get more exciting regardless of whether Kaser or Janelle are hang around yeah. Because personally, I don't think they're going to be. I personally don't think they're going to be in the game that long. I just think they're way too big targets. And Caser yeah. particularly is kind of been out of it for a while. I think he plays way too aggressively. He like people have an opinion of him like he's always scheming and talking game. And Tyler got very far because even though he does that, he, people don't think he's doing it. Yeah, they're going to shine the bright. Perception. They're going to shine bright, but they're not going to shine very far. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I have so too. From at Echo Polivka, why was Kevin using so much lip chap? And why was everyone bawling on day one? G two great questions. Well, it's so cold in that house, so I bet his lips got really dry. Um, yeah, he might, be on, a, too, he might be on a prescription medication that makes him <laughs> dry. I noticed he was slathering it on before meeting him in the, before meeting Cody in the uh, locker, that, what's it called? The pantry. Um, storage room yeah why was everyone bawling on day one maybe because they thought like i'll never see my family again by the time i get out of here america <laughs> will be a desolate yeah. wasteland i don't blame them uh great questions thank you so much from kdm parker what are your thoughts on this year's slop and the have-nots getting sick from it but most more importantly how many weeks until cody spirals into two poly 2.0 without derek to hold him back wow bombshell questions First of all, the slop is poison this year. They're all physically so ill. So people can getting sick. Yes, 
Like Ian puked and Nicole has like such horrible constipation. It's really oh. upsetting. I, I don't know why they have to eat that. Like they could just live in that room and take cold showers. That's still horrible. I think they, they should get to... rid of have nots altogether. I just think it's I think it's dumb. I think without a competition, it's dumb. Like, yeah, I think the room thing is stupid. Like they finally did this reveal that they wanted to do on premiere night that they didn't do it and it's like ooh look at this room and then they the like they show a bunch of clips of like the props that are in the room like <laughs> no one's sleeping on the fucking gas can that's on a shelf and they're like who cares that there's a gas can on a shelf in there it's like yeah like who cares about the props in the room what are the beds comfortable or not like is it really like a a horrible temperature in there or not is there light when you're trying to sleep is there sound when you're trying to sleep that's the only thing that really makes it bad like not whatever fucking props not oh it looks like a boiler room who cares you're sleeping in there the slop thing i think is interesting in that people kind of get on edge a little bit and they're not eating right they're their their caloric intake is maybe the same but maybe they're not i know they're like technically getting all the same nutrients that a normal person would get <laughs> by eating normal food yeah. but they're miserable they're hungry they you know i understand that from a mental cap cap capacity sort of thing like i don't know it, it just it feels so boring to me feels like most of the recent seasons they don't even mention who's a have not that week like if it's so not a part of the game that you don't even show it on TV and it's like an afterthought like, yeah. oh, yeah, this person was, you know, I why, why keep doing it? Well, the only thing I'll say in its favor for this season particularly is maybe because they're all stars, maybe it will really piss them off to be have nots and they'll act out appropriately and it will cause drama. Like, that's why I think they keep it is because it puts people in a bad mood. And when you're in a bad mood, you're snippier. You're more likely to confront people and get in fights. I think that's why they keep it. Um, but, yeah, I don't I just I, them getting sick is very upsetting. That's not why we tuned in for Big Brother. Like, we see that enough in our outside world. So they should figure out the recipe. And then the second part of the question, how many weeks until Cody spirals into Polly 2.0 without Derek to hold him back is such a good question. Because we saw this one clip, which is making the rounds. Cody saying that coronavirus isn't that big a deal. Danny is there to check him to say, you're the Ooh, reason why things are I've so bad. Oh, it's good. I mean, they the people manning the live feeds are very annoying this year. They're not letting any interesting conversations happen. They're immediately like switching cameras or going to like the annoying star like graphic they have. It's not even a graphic. It's just like a still image. Um but but he was talking about how he doesn't think it's that big a deal. He says he wears a mask. He says he's not hanging out with his friends. He's taking it seriously. But he just he's like, it's it's like a cold. Like, so you get the sniffles. Big deal. And Danny Donato is like, it is a big deal. Clearly, like, how could you say that? You're the reason why we're in this mess, because people think it's not a big deal. And they're just getting into it. And the camera switches. So truther. Cody Truther. Oh, God. We all want to believe. What the fuck is wrong with people we, from New Jersey? <laughs> well, that's the thing. We all want to believe that Cody is like an angel compared to Polly, but they are cut from the same cloth. You never know. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Like, Prove me wrong, I, Cody. Prove me wrong. I think Julie was getting to an interesting point on, the, on night one when she asked Memphis and Cody, like, you guys were both parts of a famous duo and you both got second place yeah subtext being you're both fucking dead weight like <laughs> neither like and i don't think either of them are gonna do i mean i think cody's gonna i think cody has a chance to do very well in this game yeah not by virtue of being like a master manipulator but more like he's just like hot and people like being around him and he's like i, I don't and he's good at competitions yeah I, I don't think he's a really good I don't, I don't think he's a great player like he's not going to be a, a great strategist so whatever I mean I could kind of take your leave Cody well, whatever like I and I think there's not going to be someone to carry him this year. That's one thing that's so interesting about this cast of all-stars is you so easily see the archetypes and how they fit like oh we don't have the 
the buff girl from who won Tyler's season. Well, here's a buff girl from BB19. Maybe she can fill that slot. Oh, we don't have She's the likable mastermind from Cody's season. Well, here's Tyler. He's a likable mastermind. He can fill that slot. And it's interesting, like, there still hasn't been another Janelle. Really? Yeah. And there still hasn't been another Danny. There still hasn't been another Kesar. And it's just like, so they're not replaceable, really. These other people are, are all sort of like they fit into these boxes. Um, and maybe it will work out for them a second time. Who knows? And then finally, or no, second to last question from Old Z10. Guys, million dollar question that we need an answer. What do you think the Big Brother house smells like? Yikes. Very uh, good question. I saw this question. It was the thing I was most excited to talk about on this episode. Well, so you clearly have an answer. I just, I can't imagine well, it's good. That's why I say yikes, but go ahead. I have been in the audience for <laughs> yes, a Big Brother live yes, show. Yes, yes. As we remember, I saw Rockstar get evicted a couple of years ago. Or was that last year? I literally have no idea. A couple of years um, ago. It was not last year. It was the year before. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so it smells like, well, I don't know. Cause I was in the audience. I'm sure it smells different on the inside, but, um, it's probably, I mean, television studios do kind of have a bit of a smell of like carpentry and like, they usually try to keep them pretty clean and they kind of do have it like studios, television studios have just like a bit of a distinct smell to them. Right. Um, kind of just more like industrial, smells like you know maybe not this one because they but like wood paint stuff like stuff that is like in a set uh inside the yeah. house however i bet has a bit of a mildewy sort of thing because when you have 16 people doing the dishes you have zero people doing the dishes uh, and when you have 16 people going to the pool and doing laundry and throwing the towels in there and then bringing the towels in and showering and then bring the towels out you have zero people doing the laundry I bet it smells like wet laundry, wet dishes, wet sponges. It's exactly. just like not. It's a there's a reason to answer there all the it's time. It's a sponge. And this is a public service announcement. You don't leave a wet, sopping wet so sponge just like in the sink or in the bowl because it's going to stink. You have to wring that puppy out. But not enough people know that. And so they just clean their dishes with a sponge and it sits there full of moisture. And suddenly your kitchen stinks. I'm telling you why. It's because of the sponge. And now you have to throw it away. And that's the ways of a sponge. That's oh my what the God. house smells like. Um, Do you, it feels like you say that. It feels like you have that 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 rant a lot. Oh, yeah. It feels like well, it's not the first time you said that. That was a big lesson during my, my college days with several uh, roommates. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's just a bit of like a house... It's a bit of like a house party vibe in there, even mm -hmm. though it's not a party every day. But it's just like when you go to that house party and you're like, <laughs> you know, you're like, ah, oh, I'm, you know, I, I, I kind of made a mess here, <laughs> you know, washing this dish or in the bathroom here or whatever. And you're like, you kind of just like, yeah, I'll just leave it, you know, and that's what it's like. Right. Absolutely. Except and you, they, really, they really shouldn't because there are cameras everywhere. So we can see you being a disgusting slob. Um, but the people, but the cameras, it's not like at the end of BB22, people are going to be like. <laughs> Tyler won and he played a great game, but we saw him not doing the dishes <laughs> on day 35. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> it's no one cares. The audience doesn't care about that. We want to cancel yeah. you for juicy reasons, not for not doing the dishes. Well, I'd cancel him for the dishes. Um, I keep I a clean you. house. From at Jesse1724, and this is our final question. Who would you vote to get evicted this week? I'm voting Keisha. Same. It's unanimous. It's vote. unanimous. It's easy. Easy. I didn't easy. want to rock the boat. Didn't want blood out of my hands. I just did what the house wanted. Yeah. I I just don't think her heart's in it. And so I'm glad she got her check. And now I'll send her on my way. I got bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Guys, what a journey. Yeah. Uh, it was rough. Um, I can hear that there's been a cricket or something behind you for <laughs> the last hour. I'm in the uh, I'm, in I'm sure it's going to be... <laughs> I'm sure I apologize to the listener. Um, I'm, sorry I'm gonna try too. and get that out as much as possible. Um, I apologize to the streamers. We had some technical difficulties with some new voice video chatting software. Lots of apologies go around 
But but we're the we're gonna be back stronger. Apology should. Yeah, and you know what? Really, it should be Grodner and and Julie Chen apologizing to us. Mm, you know. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So we'll be back later in the week, maybe with a live stream, maybe it's just a podcast. But we'll be back. You can keep us away. And even yeah. though we're we're a little bored, we know that things are going to pick up. It's just the first week. And as I tweeted, I have this week off, so I'm going to be watching live feeds 24-7. Please add us at HeyJulieBB <laughs> because I'm going to be manning the Twitter feed and watching. So if you see anything interesting, if you're like, oh, shit, camera four, something cool, add us. Tell me because I need to know. Yeah. Please do. Uh, at HeyJulieBB on the Twitter, as you said. At HeyJulieBB on YouTube. At HeyJulieBB on Twitch. We're going to maybe get a little live stream going where it's just Danny and I chatting. And then we're like watching the live feeds at the same time. We'll just do that on Twitch. Yeah, Try I would tweet love a fight. I would love to, for us to do whatever a fight, but we'll see. We should plan it around like Maybe when you and they... I should get into a fight on Twitch. We should get what? In a fight? Into a fight, Yeah. <laughs> We should plan it for after like a nomination ceremony, like as much as we can plan to, for it to be like right after, because that's when things. Yeah, are usually fr- well, that, but that's like Friday morning. I have a job. I, I know you currently, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you will have a job in, in eventually. A um, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie.